Hi, you are listening to the Tita's Declassified Survival Guide with me, your host, Tita B. We talk about tips, tricks, and tools on how you can survive and hopefully thrive your personal and professional life. Please don't forget to follow and subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. On to today's topic! I lost access to some of my social media accounts. Which means that the network that I've been slowly and painstakingly built throughout the years is also no longer accessible. Or at least majority uh, is not available. You see, from an ambivert like me, actually leaning more towards introvertism, it's hard to start new connections. So my network, small as it was, meant a lot to me because it helped me in marketing my YouTube channel, Instagram, TikTok, FB, and now this podcast, which I've just started. What was particularly daunting for me was the feeling that I will have to start, if not from scratch, almost from scratch and i need to build new connections maybe this could be easy for anyone for other people but it's kind of challenging for me to say the least from my personality there are only two ways to approach this really number one is to be pessimistic and be angry and just stop anyway i didn't get a lot of traction in the years that I had my platform and just thinking about the process, the conceptualization, the writing of the outline, the editing which takes a lot of time and so forth, which I do all on my own, that's enough to make anyone quit. So maybe it's time to give it a rest. Just stop, right? Or I can stop brooding think of the rapid growth that these past few months happened for me that i haven't achieved in the years that i've had my platforms which in retrospect probably caused my account to be locked i could just continue with what i love doing it's worth it because i love doing it i love helping people now a few years ago if this happened i would have chosen option one hands down not even thinking about it because it's just easier to do i'll see it as an opening an opportunity a sign to stop and i could just take it because it's easier to focus on the negative which reminds me a few years ago when i was still a language and culture real immersion trainer we had a place in the office where all of the trainers gather um, where all our desks are so that's basically where we are stationed at and there was this chair that i took from one of the training rooms that was so perfect for me because everything was still working it can recline it can adjust the height um, if you push it it's not going to go to the opposite direction it's not going to resist where you're pushing it or pulling it so this chair is perfect for me it's even black which is one of my favorite colors it's so perfect for me that i put my name at the back just so no one would try to get it and no one did no one tried or even attempted to get it for the longest time until one day i went to work as usual early and then i did a double take because my chair was it quote unquote my chair wasn't there i did what would make sense to me during that time i took a deep breath and threw my bag on my desk and banged my hands on top of the table looked at 
everyone around the room and angrily shouted, Where's my chair? And some of you are listening to this who were my workmates before probably remember this. It's one of my unforgettable experiences in the training suite. I shouted, looking at everyone, and they were just looking back at me, bewildered. Some of the newbies actually looked kind of scared, which fueled me and triggered me some more. So I shouted again, where's my chair? And then I saw my chair, and the reason why the newbies were kind of bewildered is because there's my chair, my perfect chair. On top of it were a lot of boxes. And they were using my chair as a cart, I think, to transport those boxes from one training room to another. So I stormed out of the room, banging the door, which can't be banged because there's something in there that prevents it from um, closing loudly. But anyway, I walked out of the room, fuming. Now, were there other chairs? Yes. Could I have just taken a new one? Definitely. But I didn't. I did not. Nope. I chose to shout, to be angry, which did not make anything easier. In fact, it made things worse, and probably that's the reason why people thought I had an attitude problem. <laughs> Can you imagine? No, I'm kidding. I really did. I really did. A few years ago, I really did. Because I was holding onto a lot of negativity, that any small thing triggered me. And that was my perspective. It's my way. My way needs to be followed. Well, did shouting at those people get me a new chair? Well, to be honest, it did. I got a new chair. When I sat down with my manager after she found out what I did, well, I actually confessed. I went to her and I confessed what I did. But we both, we both realized that we were talking about that scenario that morning. And that scenario, that situation, also made people more weary of me. And they already were. Because wherever I walk, there's like a cloud hanging on top of me because that's what, that was just my perspective. And I know they were calling me names behind my back. There was a particular name that stuck, which is a magazine. And it's always because, their reason is because, I always have new issues, which is true. Sometimes it's weekly, sometimes it's monthly, sometimes it's, it's daily. It's kind of funny when I think about it after my attitude and perspective have changed. So kudos to whoever <laughs> thought of that nickname. And you know, I can't blame them because it's true. In my perspective, any small thing is an issue. Even if it's not an issue, it's an issue and it's a problem and it needs to be blown out of proportion. That's how negative my perspective was. But that was a few years ago. My perspective has drastically, drastically changed throughout the years, thank God, because when you choose negativity, anything is a problem. Even good news is a problem because you will find a way to nitpick that good news. So for my current situation, I have chosen to move further, to continue, and to make the most out of it. You see, I strongly believe that the content I'm creating will eventually help others, or at least entertain them. My perspective has perspective has drastically changed into me wanting to spread and share what I know to help people out. I believe that a candle doesn't lose its light by lighting another candle and my experiences might be something that y'all could benefit from.
and I have access to platforms when I, where I can reach a wider audience. So as long as I feel that some people will benefit from what I say or what I share, I will continue to do my best to create more content, be it cooking, career advice, parenting tips, what have you. Whatever it is that I can help with that is within my reach, my scope, and with what talent God gave me, I am going to create more content out of it. And in life, there will be a lot of roadblocks. That's just the way it is. But we can change the course of our paths or we can shift it with something as simple as changing our perspective. You see, your perspective can determine how you would react. Your reaction can determine your actions. And your actions can determine whether you succeed or not. I choose to perceive this roadblock as an opportunity and I'm not sure if I will succeed. I don't know if I'm gonna have the energy to still continue, start from scratch and build up from the, almost from the ground but I am sure that I want to try. You see my niche before was solely focused on cooking when there are a lot of other areas that I feel like I can share tips on. What I'm doing now won't really fit or make sense to my previous niche. So I chose to see this roadblock as an opportunity to rebrand. And believe me, I went through, through the five stages of negative changes. Denial. This couldn't be happening. I was just using my account a few moments ago. Anger. Why is this happening now? This is happening now. Bargaining. Maybe I could just get an account out of my other social media accounts depression i am gonna stop recording podcasts i'm gonna stop what i'm writing i am not gonna record videos because it's not worth it and finally acceptance i still want to do this so i'm gonna continue doing it and sure i could wallow in the negative emotions because sometimes there is an odd feeling of being comfortable during that moment does anyone of you feel the same way or is it just me let me know but wallowing will not get me more followers will not produce my content and will not help people which is my goal and i'm not saying that you have to rush what you're going through no one's telling you that no one should tell you that i'm saying that you should do what feels right and what's going to be beneficial for you at your own pace we have different ways of coping but at the end of your journey to recovery you have to remember to do what's best for you and that's the reason why you took that journey to recover in the first place right so when you can stand up regroup and you can start a new page or continue that chapter of your life it took me years to get to this mindset i was a very angsty teen i was a very angsty adult mind you and i think basing on my anecdote earlier you can see hear and feel that so it was quite rough really learning to let go of the negativity but like with any other habit consistency is the key and choosing to have a better outlook in life. I'm not sure if it's because as you grow old, your perspective changes, but you know, some people they get older and they get worse or they, they don't change their perspectives. I'm not sure which one is it. Is it 
me being a wife, a mom, maturity that comes with experience, I am not sure. But it's hard to be productive when you immerse yourself in negativity because it can sometimes paralyze you. When you perceive even little things that don't go your way as immovable, then nothing good will happen. There won't be any changes and not all changes are negative. There are good changes that can blow your sails towards a brighter future or a brighter direction. And roadblocks are blocks. Blocks are movable. If there's space, you can move it. So you need to make space so you can set those blocks aside and pass through. Those blocks might still be there. Yes, that's true. But at least you will see an opening and a small opening can lead to a bigger door. And yes, some blocks are heavy. Some are difficult to move. But in the end, if you don't make space or create a space for you to move, then it's gonna stay in its original position. Remember Newton's law, the first law, inertia? It says a body will continue in a state of rest or in a uniform motion until acted upon by an external force. Be that force. Change the course of your roadblocks, starting with a decision and passion to make things better. You control your perspective. And remember, we don't live in a one-dimensional world, so make sure to have a look at all of the angles with optimism. So go ahead, recharge, restart, rethink. I'm confident you'll see or you'll find a way to move that block or those blocks. Turn your losses into goals. There's always another angle. So this has been Tita B. I hope today's Sir Thrival Guide helps you in your road to success. I hope you learned something that can help you Sir Thrive, your personal and professional life. And I hope I inspired you to do the next step. Be sure to follow me on my social media accounts. I would appreciate your follow and your like and your sharing of this podcast episode as well as other episodes that we have until then again stay safe god bless disclaimer please note that all opinions expressed by me and my guests are entirely our own and does not reflect those of any organizations groups or companies so do take what you hear from here with a grain of salt as you should with anything that you listen to or watch